yeah i just want to say like thanks david because like yeah just even just watching you do your thing like really really motivated sure, me and yeah and so anyone listening like hopefully if you also are in a similar situation where you've been kind of delaying the production hopefully just listening to to you know david and me uh, hopefully that kind of helps you motivate to push through and you know keep it keep the ball rolling yo what's up guys welcome back to the flutter pod my name is mitch and i'm joined with my good friend david david how you going this week dude hey hey i'm doing very good how how are you doing yeah i'm doing very good i'm very excited because i put my app on the test flight which we'll talk hey. about today um but just to give people a quick rundown of what we want to discuss today um we want to talk about the new ipads it just got released like just then <laughs> today yes. or yesterday and then um let's talk about some of the publishing our apps so david had his instaboard app which was a web app and now you got it on uh the app store as the, well which i downloaded yeah, the apple so, one yeah and so yeah there's a lot of things i want to talk about that in terms of the app store and um there's also another cool cool thing we found on reddit which is flutter smooth if you've anyone's been on reddit you should have seen this it would have been a top voted upvoted uh post so that's kind of cool and yeah we'll see how we go with that and if we have time maybe we'll talk about github or save github for next week maybe but mm. just to start us off the ipad now i didn't actually know that this was announced until i woke up this morning um <laughs> were you expecting this like yeah i guess um there's been like rumors surrounding like ipads this they they said that oh they're gonna have be like a, like two new ipads and then the turns out the rumors were correct but rumors rumors sort of also included um max which mm. didn't come today and now rumors are saying that um or i guess a little bit earlier rumors were saying that max are gonna kind of have their it's like their their own uh event in november now so right so, so yeah yeah just like just a quick rundown on because I, I i saw like the introduction videos and stuff so they got a new uh ipad like the normal ipad like just ipad the 10th generation mm. ipad and they got yeah. um a new ipad pro or two new ipad pros the 12 inch or 12.9 inch and an 11 inch so okay. start with the ipad pro like they're mostly the same except that there are only two different features or mostly there's two different features um actually let's say three so one one is that it supports wi-fi three or what wi- wi- sorry <laughs> wi-fi uh wi-fi 6e uh wi-fi 6e if i i believe that's what it is and it has the m2 chip which honestly i don't think it's gonna make too much of a difference and the uh, the biggest one i think is apple pencil hover so you can have mm. your apple pencil to be detected by the screen mm. um if your apple pencil is in within 1.2 mil, uh 1.2 centimeters of range from your pencil mm. tip to the screen and there's like some cool interactions like it's like you know one of those android tablets they all have like the or surfaces you know they have like yeah, the yeah. hover thing it's pretty cool i think uh, it's going to unlock some like interactions and in terms of the smaller or or sorry the regular ipad uh, the regular ipad has a whole new redesign now it has the same design of the uh pro ipads and ipad airs which many people thought it wouldn't happen because if you think about it you want to keep like 
you would think that Apple would want to keep like the regular iPads or the Pro iPads to be different, but now they have the new just regular iPad out with the pretty much up to date design, and it starts from um, four uh, four forty nine, I think. But you know, it, it's since it's going to be targeted to, to education a lot. Um, for education, the price starts at four nineteen uh, dollars U.S. dollars. Um, mm. and so it's pretty much the same iPad, I would say, uh, other than having a new design. It does have USB-C port, but it hmm. still requires, it's it's still only compatible with the first-gen Apple Pencil, which is kind of dumb. That First-gen iPad Pencil? Uh, Apple what's, Pencil, what's that one. Your, yours is second-gen, so you ha- yours has, like, wireless charging, it's electric, or, or sorry, oh, right. like, uh, magnetically, you know, snapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one only supports the first gen, <laughs> and since it's USB C, you have to actually have an adapter to charge your oh. Apple Pencil, which is extra. Oh, is that the one? Where, is that the one where you charge like this? Yeah, you like, have to plug it in. Oh, right, that one. Uh, okay, I I don't know how I feel about it. However, though, it does come with a super cool pink color. If I were to get this Apple or uh, iPad, I would definitely get it with the pink color. It's so dope. Yeah, that looks really nice, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and they got like a new um, sort of like magic keyboard folio, which is like um, it's pretty much a surface stand. That's what it is. Mm. Um, you know the just first of all the hover, like mm-hmm. yeah, that that sounds like a like a pretty cool change. Um, mm. I have seen that hover as you said on the surface or like on the galaxy note like the stylus it would have a hover thing and it and as you said it does unlock some extra functionality of like you know on the computer when you right click something like Mm -hmm. to bring up some more options it's like you can do that with this sort of pen because i remember on the galaxy note you could do that there was a um there was a button. Oh, but Apple Pencil doesn't have a button, so I guess it's no, like No, it doesn't. You could, like, you could do like yeah. a long long press. I mean, not even press, but like long hover. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I like, what do you like, think? What do you, what, what kind of functionality do you imagine? It's more like previews. So like, um, previews, what they showed yeah, off yeah. was that like, if you hover on your Procreate drawings, it will like sort of like show you or, oh wait, is that, or when you like hover on the canvas, it will show you what the stroke or like what the, brush would look like that's one of the oh, things oh that's nice yeah and also I think it works the same way as if your mouse would be hovering it like if you had the magic keyboard and you had a mouse or you know had the trackpad you hover your pointer on there it would be like all the UI will feel the same if you were to like use your Apple Pencil to hover on it now mm, compared to like yeah. if you had your mouse cursor to hover on it but yeah, so now really, official. You... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, by the way, you can still buy the ninth gen Apple uh, iPad mm. for three twenty nine. The price didn't change, I think. Yeah. So you can there now. You have five different iPads. In fact, you have six different iPads to buy: the iPad Mini, the ninth gen iPad, the tenth gen iPad, the iPad Air, the eleventh mm. gen iPad Pro, and the. Tw- or sorry, 11th, uh, 11 inch iPad Pro and 12.9 inch iPad Pro. So you got in total of six iPads to, to consider. 
Is the one you have 11 inch? I got the 12.9. Oh, you got the yeah. big one. Oh, interesting. I, I have the smaller one. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, how are you liking the big one? It's very big. <laughs> um, yeah? Yeah, it's very big. So I don't use it that often. I, I feel like I use right. it more for content consumptions, which I had an mm. M1 iPad Pro. And I feel like I definitely do not need the M1 iPad Pro or the M1 mm. chip. That's definitely a big right. overkill for me. Oh, yeah. No, same for me as well. Like, all I, basically, <laughs> all I do is just the, the notes, like the good notes. Um, yeah. I have Procreate, but, like, I don't really use it too much. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't do any intense gaming or anything, so I don't know what the, <laughs> like, M2 yeah. chip is going to accomplish for me. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, what's really interesting is the... I feel like the Apple Pencil is like a bit underrated for how mm -hmm. good it is. Just iPads and the Apple Pencil. Um, yeah, and what's funny it's is... very smooth. Yeah, what's funny is like, I think you may have heard as well, Steve Jobs, in, back in the day, he hated stylus. Mm -hmm. But I think if he saw the iPad Pencil now with the iPad, I think he might change his mind. He was probably thinking about like stylus for a phone input. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he might change his mind if he sees the actual where the iPad and the pencil has come. I um, think he just hates stylus with a phone. I think that's what he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, what's another interesting thing is I heard him say, like, before he made the iPhone and all that, his dream machine was actually iPad. Mm. <laughs> Have you heard I that heard before? That like, that I was actually... Yeah, that was actually what he envisioned. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously, to get there... Yeah, you'd have to like make a phone and all that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so funny. I wasn't the biggest iPad person when I was like young, like you know, few like few years ago, five years ago. But then ever, ever since this iPad Pro came out, I've been loving it so much. Nice. Like, it's been so good. <laughs> I um, feel like if I were to okay, the only fa reason I didn't buy the eleven inch is that mm. I wanted the the mini LED screen. Mini LED screen. Yeah, the 11 inch doesn't come with the mini LED screen, so like, there's no lo local dimming. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, I didn't yeah, I wanted know to have like that screen. That's the reason why I didn't choose to, you know, choose to yeah. buy it. Right. Um, also, what's Wi-Fi 6E? Like, what this is the that? new Wi-Fi standard? It's faster. So. The iPad just can receive that, then. Yeah, if you have the Wi-Fi 6E um, router, you can. Right. Okay. Wi-Fi 6 router, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are the new i the iPad updates. I'm still yeah. waiting for the Mac though. I think I'll have to wait until November. Mac Mini is that? Yeah, is that... the Mac Mini that I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got another. Got another presentation to to come. Yeah, excited <laughs> um, for that. <laughs> yeah, cool. So anyone, let us know what if you find any of these iPads interesting. If you're gonna use them, um, but yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll just segue into our own apps. And I just want to say, by the way, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to like. For anyone listening, I wanted to just give a word of motivation because this week was a really happy week for me because I, just some context, I've um, 
published, as I said previously, I've published like apps to the Play Store before, which I found pretty easy to do. And it was like quite a while ago as well. It's like years ago I published it. And then in the meantime, I was like, oh, I need to get better at coding and make like better apps to publish. Um, and obviously I want to make iPhone apps as well. And so that's why I started using Flutter. And mm-hmm. I've been delaying publishing into the App Store, like iOS App Store for the longest time, like to the point where you have to pay that $99 fee, like annual fee. And I've paid that twice mm-hmm. and I've only <laughs> made use of it the second time around, which is like right now. And <laughs> once I like, when I was like watching David with his, with his apps and his Insta board and him like, you know, like pushing forward and like making a lot of good progress and like publishing to the app store and all that. Like it really motivated me to push through to, to, to publish it. And so I put it up on the test flight and I don't know why I was, I don't know why I was thinking like, I was so afraid of it in my mind and I kept pushing and delaying it and delaying it. But like after putting it up there, um, like I feel so motivated now to just keep pushing forward nice. and publish it and like, you know, I was just sitting at like, sometimes I go to, um, like my old uni to just do sit down at the library, do some code. And then like, I'm just sitting uh-huh. there looking at all these, like all these like young kids, like, I'm just like, Oh, I just want to like make them download my app. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it starts becoming like a reality to me. And like, yeah, I just want to say like, thanks David. Cause like, yeah, just even just watching you do your thing, like really, really motivated sure, me and yeah. And so anyone listening, like, Hopefully, if you also are in a similar situation where you've been kind of delaying the production, hopefully just listening to, to you know, David and me, uh, hopefully that kind of helps you motivate to push through and, you know, keep it, keep the ball rolling. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like, thanks, David. Just watching you was a, was <laughs> no amazing problem, to do it. Yeah. And also you, you, <laughs> you helped me with like a few little things, uh, even from our podcast last week, where we talked about publishing to the app store, like a lot of those little kind of, you know, nuances that you you mentioned like was really helpful um yeah so awesome it was great i I feel really happy this week because of that yeah (laughs) i'm really happy for you i feel like i i got a lot of motivation from you because initially when i kind of showed you instaboard i like i was kind of like just neutral about it but like you gave me like Mm. really positive feedback and like you gave me like a lot of motivation to just work on like stuff that um just I, i feel like um it's just really, you know, like motiv- motivating for me that, uh, you know, like just you giving me like positive feedback is just mm. really good. Um, but yeah, that definitely helped me push through a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm very happy for you. Like this is a milestone. And then, and then we have like the app store publishing milestone. Um, mm. And after that, let's get, let's like, because uh, Mitch told me about his uh, app on the app uh, on the uh, test flight, so I tried it out. It was mm. very smooth. It was actually very smooth. I love how everything is animated. Um, yeah, just, <laughs> um, I just I just pointed out like very like s- s- small things, just a few very small things. Oh, there's actually one more thing I want to point out just on the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Do you know the the status the status bar of your app? Um, yeah. Uh, not the status bar, uh, actually not part of your app, but the system status bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of wish that was black. Oh, okay. Like yeah, the, yeah. your clock and the, your battery. Kind of wish that was yeah. black. It's one small. Yeah, you can't status. see it. Yeah, super yeah, you small. Because you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but like that's that's actually one of the things I realized from 
putting it up on test flight and stuff like that. It's like, there's a lot of little things like that, that I didn't re like, I didn't consider. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, when David like tested my app and then he was giving me feedback on like, Oh, this thing, this thing, and this thing. And it all adds up to like a list of stuff. And that's what I was doing the next day or like yesterday <laughs> when nice. I was just sitting down and like, I, it felt really good. Cause like, I was just like, okay, bug mm-hmm. fixes. And I was just like, oh, yeah, write the list of stuff I needed to chew. Yeah. Just like crossing everything out. And I was like, there was a few things that I wanted to like, I wanted to ask you about and so like I'll just like kind of question like circle it <laughs> like it feels really good just one day of just like oh just get rid fix all this yeah um, for sure man let's talk about some of the things that you had like yeah questions and there was actually also the you said to put the native splash screen on you know like oh, those yeah. little things it's like oh and I put that on as well I was like oh mm-hmm. yeah there's like things like that where you don't consider too much until you actually try to put it out there as a production mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um, those are like so yeah those, yeah like the the surrounding improvement sort of thing like you work, work mm. on the, the core product and then after that's mature uh, you sort of add in the surrounding part because yeah, yeah the main product itself is more like the bulk of it and the surrounding improvements are already pretty much predictable and you know like oh you just add, have to add this you have to fix that you have to do that um so like they're more predictable and you want to like uh, you know you can add them any time so you can you don't have to add them mm. straight away uh yeah but yeah it's and very so, exciting yeah and so like it's so crazy because like you would think or well, i mean in my mind i was like okay you sh- you technically um it's like i was wondering about the test flight thing it's like oh i don't know just go straight to publishing the app but like i was like oh this is why test flight exists <laughs> like to test the app and get multiple people to um mm. you know to test it and so yeah once i once i fix most of the issues and i feel like it's kind of ready then i could put it on the app store which is probably maybe i'll do that like in the next coming days which is really which is really exciting and awesome. so yeah that kind of brought me up with a lot of extra questions that mm-hmm. came to my mind which is um the first thing was the, oh yeah, the build number and the version uh-huh. number. Like, what's the difference mm. between incrementing each one? Mm. Um, yeah, what do you what do you have any insight? Yeah, so there are two things there. Pub spec YAML, like version that's being separated by the plus sign, right? Um, yeah. On the left is your version, like, or it's like your version code. On the right is your build number, and it's mm. actually being treated little bit differently on iOS and Android. Um, yeah. So on, so your version code is your version code. Um, that is like, that's, you know, just your, your version code. Every, every app has a version code. Your build number, or I, I guess the version code have like, they, they have the, like the same meaning uh, on, on both iOS and Android. They're just your version, app version. Uh, the build number has like a little bit slightly different meaning. I'll, I'll get to it. Okay, so pretty much the build number could be um, different, or uh, they could be duplicated on the Apple App Store, but they couldn't be duplicated on the Android um, or mm-hmm. on the Play Store. So on the Play Store, your build number has to be unique. I think that's that's well, at least my experience. Um, but on the Apple App Store, your build number could be not unique. You could start over for your build number. Like, okay, you could have like one point zero build build one one point zero build two and then 2.0 build one so kind of that that would work 
but that wouldn't work on Android. So mm. just imagine your version. Um, so I, I would say, like, just to be convenient, you can just say every time when you want to release a new version, incre- increment the build number, and you can sort of think about the version code yourself. Like, whether do you think this is a major update or do you think it's like a super minor update? Um, if it's a minor update, you might just want to update like the last digit of your version number, or sorry, your version, uh, your version code. Like one point one point one one point one point eleven teen, eleven teen. I was trying to, uh, yeah. At one point, you know, because I was trying to <laughs> think about like some crazy, <laughs> crazy version numbers. Like you see, like from like some big software, like one point two hundred fifty two point something like, like big. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you see like wait, the, so what? Oh, sorry. sorry, no, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I was gonna say like if you look at Xcode, they have like their build number or like they always have like Xcode uh, version like uh, thirteen or whatever. I don't know what the cur- current Xcode version is. Oh yeah, well, uh, mm. version fourteen point zero point one, and they got like a build number like one four a four zero zero. So mm. they also have that. So. You said like for ma- for the version number, if it's like a major change or a minor change, you can reflect that in the version number. I'm still kind of confused. Like, what is the build number exactly for? Like, when would you increment the build number? Yeah, is so, that for is that for minor changes or? So that would be, I guess, on uh, on iOS. Uh, but build number, I I think, like how I'm using the build number right now, is. I just increment the build number every time so that it uniquely identifies like the version of like which version it is. It's mm. the uh, 88th release. Um, right. And um, the version code could used to f- be further like identify your, I guess your, your, your version, your, <laughs> your like uh, changes. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And if you make a new version, like a new update, you just change it on PubSpec YAML, and is that it? Like you just change that, it on that file? Yeah, that that would that would be it. Okay. That would okay, be it. So. Um, yes. Uh, however, if you're like developing a like a package, like a further package, though, that that could be a different story because, um. Be- because like you want to actually make sure that your um your package documents like major minor changes. Mm. Right. So like if your if okay. your package has like breaking changes, you want to reflect that in a bigger v- version code. Like right, not yeah. the last digit. But yeah, that's something yeah, to keep in mind for. Okay. And the other little thing is just the identify the bundle ID. Mm. Um, that's so, how they keep track of what app is what. So that that um, that identifies yeah. what app it is. So, like, if you have, let's say, if you run your app with one bundle identifier, and then you change your bundle identifier, um, your app would like, appear as a new app on your phone mm. when you run it. Okay. And. Yeah. 
just in the like nitty gritty of it, like if I make a new like Flutter create and I make a new project, that mm. would have its own bundle ID, right? And yeah. So is is a is bundle ID easily changeable or is it like permanent per project? No, uh, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, it's it's changeable. Not not like instantly easy, but like pretty easy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I was like after I put my first version up on the test flight and then I had a list of bugs to fix and then um even the name of the app like of the project was the draft name. I was like simple hyper tracker like that. <laughs> and so I was like, oh like I won't I was just thinking about like oh if I make a new project like like how oh, you don't have to and all that. You don't have to make a new project to change the app name. Um Yeah. Yeah, you can just set that in the Xcode settings. But Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. But like what happens if you do if you do create a new um project? Like is it possible to you said oh yeah you said it is possible to change the Apple yeah, you ID. Can, mm-hmm, you can always change the yeah the okay bundle ID yes by default right. yeah the, the bundle, bundle ID, ID yeah. yeah the by default bundle ID is gonna be com example dot your app's package name you can change that yeah. by saying dot dash dash org and then provide your organization prefix mm. so it could be like yeah um com dot um yeah and then provide your package name so let's say you're you want your bundle id to be com.mitchcoco.habitracker so you just say create mm. your package name to be habit tracker and then have your org name to be com.mitchcoco yeah yeah okay mm. makes sense yeah those just a couple of little things um the other thing that came to my mind was just keeping track of the user analytics like how they behave on your app and stuff mm. um so something like instaboard I mean, you could get a lot of insight from just how people use the app. And obviously, you're not going to be there all the time to see <laughs> how they yeah. use the app, right? So how, mm-hmm. yeah, how, would, how would we go about tracking what people do on the app? Yeah, I would say like an easy plug-and-play solution would be uh, Firebase Analytics. It's pretty helpful. You just put that oh. in. Um, it's almost, like I would say, almost just like instantly usable, like, like out-of-the-box usable. Um, but you want to like track a little bit more data so you might want to like in your app just add in some like code to say like because Firebase Analytics provide this um, function that says like uh, log event and they provide some like mm. default events like log add to cart or log sign up log um, app open mm. you know one of those like default events they create a bunch and you can also create your own events and the cool thing is that in the analytics dashboard you can mark some events as as um, uh, conversion events, so then you can keep track of conversion rates, like how, what does what gives more conversion rates, and like, mm, yeah, um, somehow like op- optimize your app just from analytics because that's what analytics are for, um, mm. and uh, there are also like a, a lot of like other solutions out there. Um, you can get you know Facebook and all that. You can do all different analytics solutions but i would say firebase or just google analytics because firebase analytics uses google analytics and they have like a comprehensive dashboard and you'll get the information of real-time users and you see where where like people are using your app you can see like in the last 30 Mm. minutes like it's like detail to cities so you can see exactly where the users were um okay using your app um Mm. 
and also you just you will see their device type you will see their um mm. like okay i guess like what their devices are what their os is what the version is it's actually kind of cool like if you have like multiple versions you can see that yeah. oh currently how many users are using this version um which is pretty useful that you will see that when you when you made a new version uh, the number of users who are using the new version when ver new version would start from zero and then would climb up and all the other versions mm. would kind of go down you can see how frequently mm. your users update but yeah right like what if um so yeah this google analytics sounds pretty useful what if like what you want to pick up is really specific like okay like yeah do you do that like, through google analytics or do most people do like other companies and stuff they just create their own analytics kind um, of thing like, like how how specific uh i'm not sure but like i would imagine like because from app to app like google analytics would tell you like sort of the broad analytics of like what mm -hmm. country you're from what device you're using but like for example for your app like instaboard mm -hmm. it's like um yeah i don't know what analytics you would track I mean, I guess that's a question I could ask you. Like, what is something that you want to track users yeah. doing on your Instaboard? Because it differs from differs from every person's app, yeah. Mm. Right now, I'm not tracking as many events, but I really should be tracking more events just to see what tools the users are using the most. That's actually that's actually a big reminder for me that I need to just look into that to see what are the tools that users use the most. But mm, I will yeah, probably right. still use Google Analytics for that because uh, probably all right. I need is track events. That's probably all I need. Right. But, okay, it makes sense. But yeah. But the other companies, they usually have like, um, they use like a vendor to do analytics. They might use not mm. Google Analytics. They might use like other stuff. But Okay. Um, right. But yeah. Yeah. For my needs, probably this is the one. Just Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Probably a good place to start. Um yeah yeah another what thing are you talking about with this crash lytics mm, yeah another thing you could add is crash lytics which is super helpful um i really recommend sentry i looked at it was like sentry.io if you're a student you can they also they also have a discount but unless your app is like in production and receives a lot of uses or there's a lot of errors happening mm. Um, if it's if you're just testing, you probably don't need to pay Sentry, but it's really helpful in the way that um, it tracks all the crash or not the crashes. Uh, Flutter apps don't crash that much, but like the exceptions that happen, you will see the the big uh, the all the whole stack trace. Um, if your app gets more complex, you you might have like. You, you want to like be able to know that oh what are the crashes or what are the errors that are happening so this way you could fix them e without like having a close group of like then testing it and or without doing extensive testing which i mean you should do extensive testing anyways but just having this crash analytics crash analytics um monitoring is good because you can see that um oh in which version the user how many users are are seeing this error, are uh, mm. like you can see the entire stack trace. You can usually just be able to find out the stack trace or where the error is by looking at the stack trace. You'd be like, you saw that error, and you have some sort of an idea what that error is coming from, and you see the stack trace. Yeah. You're like, oh, that that's where that is from. The only limitation right. is that it doesn't keep 
stack traces well from Flutter Web. That's a limitation because Flutter Web compiles to very optimized JavaScript and everything is like encrypted. <laughs> so it, the stack trace will be encrypted still. But um, but yeah, I feel like just if you're working on Flutter Mobile, Sentry uh, is really mm. helpful. There's also Firebase okay. Crash Linux, but I don't think it's as useful as Sentry. But yeah. Okay, yeah. No, thanks for that. No so problem. with your um with your Insta board, I know you published it to the App Store. Did you publish it to the Play Store as well or I'm working on working uh publishing on the Play Store, but yeah. Right, right. How how many stores do you need to cover? Are you gonna go like Microsoft Store <laughs> as well or like, uh, like I think I'll just do App Store and Play Store for now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never published um, the Microsoft Store. I have no idea what the process is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, was there any... Because uh, when I downloaded your Insta board on my phone, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, like, so clean. Um, I think you. the only thing that... The only thing that, like, was noteworthy for me is just having not having a URL thing at the oh, top. Yeah. Feel if, it just makes it feel good. I don't know why. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels clean. Um, we're just, but at we're the just same time, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think, I mean, as you mentioned all the time, like, it's very nice and important that you have that web version. Just, like, easy access, mm. like, anyone can just get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can op- opt to download it if they, you know, like, using the the thing a lot. So, yeah, yeah was there any, I guess, surprises or, or how was your experience when you uploaded Instaboard? Mm. Well, oh, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I was going to mention that. I actually, my app actually got rejected. Um, mm. the first time, so oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so I thought I had everything prepared, but my app was rejected. And turns out that um, so previously I had to show like the Apple like the tracking transparency dialog. I'm not sure if you guys seen this. If you're not using the Apple an iPhone, I'll just give quick give a quick rundown that Apple will have like apps show like a um, like a dialogue to ask, like, is it okay for this app to track you? Mm. And you can say, ask app not to track. So all this does is for apps that have ads, um, usually oh. y- you want to have targeted ads so that mm. your ads will make more revenue. So to have targeted ads, you have to have this thing called an ad, uh, I, or ad identifier sort of thing that will identify the user. Um, so when you when the user answers ask app not to track option on the dialog on the app tracking transparency dialog um, Apple will not provide you the IDFA or like the identifier mm. um, right. so you won't be able to use personalized ads which I thought was kind of mm. cool like it's like you know piracy yeah. stuff but yeah, I, I don't I don't run ads on Instaboard I don't even track mm. users on Instaboard I don't like track yeah. their like personal usage. <laughs> yeah. So so I was thinking like I, I only do like analytics, but not like tracking you. Like <laughs> I was yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't track. So so I I thought like I Google like because I, I thought I I don't even track users. I don't even have ads. Like what's going on? And <laughs> it turns out that it's because that I used uh, a URL launcher. And the problem is that whenever mm. I open up a, like a web view thing. Um, since the user could technically do anything in that web view, right? They could technically mm. go anywhere. 
um, <laughs> if your app launches a URL to like another site that could go to another site, uh, some sites mm. could be collecting cookies. So that's a problem, mm. and there there could be tracking in that sense. It's it's t- it's technically yeah. in your app, even though it's in the web view of your app. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, I had to say like when I'm logging, signing in with Google, I just have to ask like, oh, we're we're saying like, oh, we're we're not gonna track you, but since you're on a web browser, I'm required to ask this. So I just added <laughs> that, and like <laughs> I passed the app store. Review. And you you were saying fun. that. Yeah, you were saying because you had the Google sign in, and then it forced you to have an Apple sign in as well, right? Yeah, that's also another thing. I had that prepared. Yeah. But is that when when you try to sign in with Google, Google opens up like a browser. Right. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that part is that's not, okay. It's inevitable. <laughs> right. But yeah. yeah, please let me know no, if there's so... a better way to do that. Though. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Like, yeah, Instaboard, like. It's, it's, um, what was I going to say? It's, it's so cool that like, you know, Discord, I actually haven't downloaded Discord. Oh. I go through on the browser mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like, if you, cause I only talk to like you and a few other people on Discord, like I mm-hmm. haven't really, I only started using it, you know, recently, I guess. Um, but I, I mean, on my phone, I've downloaded it cause I don't want to go through on my browser. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just I just really like the fact that I can when I was show, I was even showing my family actually this morning your Insta board and there is oh, something wow. really cool yeah because I was like oh yeah my friend made this thing with Flutter like it's so cool like um, and it's so cool that I can just show them really quickly mm-hmm. go open the computer Instaboard dot app I just love that you know having it's like having that actual app to download of course is great. And then mm-hmm. having that initial en- entry, um, it just keeps reminding me of like what you were talking about, those other whiteboard apps, having making you sign up. And it's like, ah, it's like such a hassle. Like, just uh-huh. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me use it. Um, yeah, speaking of which, I think um, I quickly read someone's comment from our Flutterpod like a week or two ago about some guy was like, had some mad feedback, like a paragraph of like Instaboard Oh, yeah, feedback. I saw that. Um, I saw that. I, re- I replied. I replied. That was really good feedback. Um, yeah, like what, what? What was he saying? I couldn't. Find I only saw it. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, he he mentioned about mostly. Or he he actually mentioned a bug that I fixed. Right, that I fixed after that. It's like a critical right. bug. It was about. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I, I didn't get. That it was. I I'm not sure if it's a bug in a package. That whenever I say like pick file, um, it's super weird that if I say pick file, uh, on mobile. Mm-hmm. The function pick file will will finish after you say cancel, mm. but but on web it wouldn't. On web, like that f- function runs indefinitely. Like the async mm. function doesn't get like a response. Response like mm. after the user clicks cancel, it would get a response if the user picks a file. Actually, I should look into the GitHub repo to see if there's an issue. I, I just never, I just, I just like kind of conditionally say say that on web, just don't do the loader after, or or you know, just kind of turn off the loader conditionally. Mm, yeah. But but yeah, that was one of the bugs he mentioned, and also he mentioned about like some user experience stuff. He wanted the 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 app to be more like, um, uh, like simple, straight, straight to the point, which I think is very valid. 
the only thing is that it does kind of like it's kind of hard to address some of the points because um, there's also like other things to consider. Like for example, on the Instaboard app, um, I would ha be able to have users to join in, right? But it, yeah. uh, it would be nice if when users when users go in, like as soon as they go in, it's like a blank board ready to draw. But what if they want to like oh, join okay. another person's board? Then like mm. what would the UX be? So those are the things that right. I've been just thinking about. But yeah, the, I just but I just feel like just having the app out there and like uh, hearing people's feedback is super important for me. I, I feel like mm. I need to get out of the, of the mentality that. I feel like I'm always in the mentality, or previously I was always in the mentality of, like I don't want to release this to the wild because I think it's not perfect. Mm. I think I need to get out of that mentality right. because sometimes I'd be like, oh, I know that there are limitations in my app, or I just feel like it's not that stable. But <laughs> but now I realize that you know the way that you get stable or the way that you approach perfection is to have mm. people realize your flaws your your flaws yeah in the app. yeah yeah so that's like yeah for sure yeah. yeah that's that's something that i i feel like i took away from just the process of like working on this app mm. that reminds me like that's, I want yeah, that's a great mm -hmm. yeah that's a great um that's a great uh great thing to to mention like that reminds me um uh a couple things like i i think i, I don't know if i mentioned this before but like i always hear elon Musk say a well thought out critique of your, you know, Apple business is is really valuable. It's like mm -hmm. once you get once you get over that like emotional <laughs> part of it, it's like <laughs> it's actually even even if someone is like hating on it, you know, not not to say that guy was hating on it, but if any feedback person is like kind of hating on it, you just get the emotion out of the way and just like sift through any grain of truth you can find to like <laughs> uh, improve your improve your product. Yeah, um, and also the other thing exactly. I was thinking about is. There's this thing in like in Silicon Valley where everyone trying to do startups and stuff and they always talk about the launch. Like you should like one of the advice they always say is just launch. Like just mm -hmm. get it out there and then get that feedback going. And a lot of uh people, including me, and sounds like you had a little bit of that as well, which is you got that kind of perfectionist mindset because you know mm -hmm. it could be better. You know you know it's not fully ready. Mm -hmm. Um and so one of the things that was really nice to hear that they always talk about in YC is that if you think about any of the famous successful apps today, like Twitter or YouTube, it's like, do you remember when they launched? It's like, mm. no one knows. No one remembers it. Like no one acts exactly. like, no one actually remembers until like it gets big enough that everyone knows about your app. But like in that mm. initial stage, um, it's like, you, you, it seems like a big deal, right? When, when you like put it out there. Um, uh -huh. But it's like, it, the truth is no one still, like no one knows about it. <laughs> like um <laughs> and so it i feel like it's good because it like lowers the the barrier a little bit you know to mm -hmm. think like all of those other famous apps as well like we never knew what they were doing in their like birth of the app like mm -hmm. we never hear about it um and it's it's the same as like when you are giving me feedback it's like all of those little things it's like i knew in the back of my mind i had to fix it but it's almost like when you mention it to me i'm like I don't know. It's like a different level of like, oh yeah, you're right. I should fix those stuff. Um, mm. I kind of had that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of had that too. I I was going to add the sticky note functionality into Instaboard. I had that like thought. Oh, I love that, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
I had like the thought the longest time. Hmm. But I never got to implement it until somebody said said it like, oh, it'd be nice if it were sticky notes. I'm like, okay, screw it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I the same thing with when you I, when you were telling me about the tile because on the habit tile only the checkbox was touchable, uh-huh. and you uh-huh. were like, oh, I wish um the whole tile was tappable, and like I, it's the same thing. I had that thought in my mind, but after you said it, I was like. Yeah, of course I should do that. Wait, what am I thinking? Like, and then, and then I changed it, and then it just feels feels much better. But yeah, no, going back to your sticky notes, it's such a. It was like very unexpected for me to see that, and I was like, wow, it's like so underrated. Like, it's actually so useful. It's like, yeah, why didn't? Why didn't? Well, it's like, yeah, you, you were you thinking about that for a while, and then you put it in, or or what? Yeah, so I've been thinking that for like a very long time, because like all the other apps, right. <laughs> like you know, like whatever, like Miro, or I couldn't think of Moral or. Mm. Some like other planner apps have like sticky notes, mm. and I yeah. feel like oh, I should have sticky notes, or a fig jam, fig jam. That's what I was thinking of. So um, yeah. So I added sticky notes, yeah. and there were there were a lot of work, and yeah, I just feel like I feel like right now my my code base, my code base now has like fifteen thousand lines of code, uh, ex- <laughs> excluding empty lines uh, and comments, mm. uh, fifty fifteen thousand. And this is like a point where, like, I want to make sure that I have full control over the code base. I want to have full grasp over the code base. Like, mm. I understand everything. I want to make sure. But I, f- I feel like right now I'm like on the edge of control. Like, I feel like there's just so <laughs> many moving parts that I, mm, if I right. stop working on Instaboard for like a week, I'm going to forget. So I'm going to keep working on Instaboard. <laughs> That's yeah. my current status. Is there such a thing where, like, you, you, will one day spend like a separate day to to i guess clean up the code like mm-hmm. um do you, do you ever do that like like it's not not adding new features but like the same code same uh-huh. features and all that but just like cleaning it up a little bit <laughs> like or yeah, sometimes it, like, i clean up code sometimes i i clean up code when i add in new features like when i add in new features mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh this doesn't make sense and then I try to clean up code, but I, I like to keep my commit separate. I like to keep mm. like one commit to be exactly about this. I want to. I don't want to mix things into one commit. Yeah, it's right, um, right. it's they they usually don't come into play, but like mm. sometimes when I want to revert, or not sometimes, it's like rarely do I want to revert a commit. That that's mm. when it benefits, and also when I want to like cherry pick commits into other branches. Mm. Um, yeah. That, that would help but yeah 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 that's interesting what you were saying about that guy saying when he when you go into instaboard like just not going to the menu page but like going straight to the board but then Uh you have to but then you have to consider the the joining part of it like yeah then you have to consider uh, like oh what if i want to import a pdf what if i want to join the board but you know like he had a very valid point that like when you open up instaboard Instaboard, like chances are you want to create a new board, but mm. I feel like I don't know. I just don't. I feel like that's where I really want to add an analytics to test for, because I don't mm. really know what a what a good model would be. Yeah, um, and also if it's a Instaboard, like if I make an Instaboard, like if I make a new board, mm. I will because you're gonna share it. Like the point of it is not for you to just draw yourself; it's to share with yeah, another the, person. Yeah. So that mean that means like at least half of the users would be starting a new board and another half roughly would be joining a new board 
like a joining True. of wood. Um, yeah, but also there will be people that want to import PDFs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. So, yeah. very interesting. Right. Very interesting. Yeah, a lot of things to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyone, if you're listening and you've visited, or if you haven't visited instaboard.app, you can obviously chuck it in the URL and, you know, go to the web version. But David also released the iOS version and... Play Store is going to come soon. So you can download the iOS version of Instaboard to get the full app. I've got a, I've got the full <laughs> app on my on my on my device and it, you know, it's cool to to know if you're going to use this app, then it's like okay, I actually prefer the downloaded version. <laughs> right? Oh like, yeah, okay, just just yeah, to yeah. be like like kind of a salesperson that Yeah, yeah, the go for downloaded it. version actually has like of like a few advantages like one being that it's faster the other one is that they actually got a few features that the web version doesn't because it couldn't have the feature so when you want to pick an image on the web version yeah. you just pick an Im- picks an image but um on your mobile version you can choose like there's a there's a few options you can do like you can take a picture choose from your photo library or oh, you can yeah, like yeah. scan a document I got uh, so I used a package called Cunning Document Scanner. It's actually pretty cool. Um, it's like hmm. a built-in, works out of the box document scanner that I actually use it today. Like I, I was in, I was in one of my classes, and I, I was like, I wanted to add like one of the the pages on Instaboard, so I just boom, like boop, scanned it, and then it's like in my Instaboard now. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one of the features that are, that's only only in app, <laughs> in app only. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, uh, I just thought of this, the Instaboard app. And as a business, one thing I think is really good about Instaboard is, you know, when you think about Wordle, you know that game, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And then, I was on Wordle for a long time. Yeah. The game itself obviously has an appeal, but the thing that I feel like made Wordle like viral and like people found out about it is the fact that you can share something about it like you can share that mm. that results thing you know that like i don't know what you call it but i got a wordle in three and then you you see that like and you sh- oh, people yeah, sharing like it to blocks. each other right uh-huh. yeah and so i think that's what is so good about uh about uh instaboard as well or any app or business that has that sharing feature which is it's just a natural growth mechanism you know mm. like just people naturally using instaboard makes you have to share it you know what i mean like that's the whole point of this of this app and so like that that's what i've that's the kind of uh i feel like businesses that work really well these days like that Mm -hmm. kind of network effect um where you know usually one way to get your app out there is through um like distribution channels of like if you like pay ads or maybe like through my youtube channel to get it out there but then that natural mechanism within the app to mm. be like, okay, you have to share it to use it. And so that kind of naturally just branches out into mm. different people using it. Um, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> the fact that you nice. have that, it's, it's, it's very advantageous. Yeah, I was like, I was like listening to something like this the other day and I was like, oh yeah, true. Like those kind of network effects. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I really need to take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're, you're going to do some big things <laughs> in the future, <laughs> like, it's, 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 especially with this app. Um, thank you yeah i mean we we always talk about the the flagship flutter app this one this one is looking like the one for for, for flutter <laughs> like honestly I'm, I'm hoping to um, hoping to get there <laughs> but yeah, yeah but before we uh move on to 
um, the feather smooth. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk really quickly about um, your um, your experience on releasing to the test flight. I'm just curious, like what what's how would you describe your experience? Oh yeah, so it was very good. It was um, like I said, I don't know why, but I was like afraid. I think I was like delaying it because I thought it required a lot of. I'm I'm the type of guy that doesn't like to fill out like forms, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like like admin <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. It's like I just want to create, and then I almost like want like a secretary to like sort out yeah. all of my uh-huh. all of my shit. But um, <laughs> and so like yeah, I just naturally you know shy away from those things. Um, and so I, I think that's why in my mind I kind of subconsciously was like having fear of the mm. publishing it to the app store. And so yeah, yeah anyway, definitely... after seeing. Yeah, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was saying there, there are definitely more forms <laughs> to fill. Like, if you want to publish on the App Store, like when you are pub- compared to Test Flight, like there are definitely mm. a little bit more forms that you have to fill out. Really, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Really painful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's going through that process, like, um, it all makes sense, though. Like, each step, like, why you would need that step or, like, mm. you know, to fill out. Like if 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 you if children are gonna use it or like you know data privacy or whatever it is like it it, it makes sense so I just gotta mm-hmm. push through it, um, but yeah putting it on test flight it was it was it was great I just had to get through the initial you know setting it up and putting it up there and nice yeah I I learned a lot especially from giving it to an actual person like you and then seeing what they say about the app and then mm-hmm. I can fix it and then update it and then publish mm. it like honestly is get uh this week i was very like happy and also like excited to like it almost makes me want to code more and more like now nice. that like i have this avenue of um you know getting the app out there because this is the whole reason why i'm doing flutter right it's like mm-hmm. it's to actually make the production you know obviously learning flutter is fun but like i actually want to make an app and put it out there and then see what people say about it and so yeah yeah, I just just all 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 things are also very positive, and yeah, again, I just gotta I just gotta thank you, and also <laughs> I just I really do want to project that to anyone else listening, because um, you know I always like ask people when they comment on like my videos or on Flutter Pod video, I always ask like how long have you been doing this for, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to see some some people be like oh two months, like they've been doing this for like, oh. two months. Um, <laughs> You know, obviously some people have been doing it for much longer than that, but it's interesting to see like the type of people who would listen to, to this. Mm. Uh, and if you are one of those people that's sort of like me and you're kind of delaying production, uh, hopefully, yeah, listening to, to David and I will motivate you to actually push through. Um, and yeah, I just get really excited even just thinking about it now. Like like I said, one of the things I love doing is um, putting the app on the app store and i want to get that link on a qr code and put yeah. it on a little re- rectangle business card and obviously i can have my you know youtube channel or reddit or whatever to get people online to download it but i also like the fact that i can hand it out to people in real life you know it's like here mm. just download done like and then see nice. what they say and then that's actually why i was thinking about the analytics thing because i would also like to know how many mm-hmm. people downloaded my app through that QR code? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, that like just how many offline different. people? 
Yeah, that's gonna be. A yeah, thing. I don't know how that's gonna work, but <laughs> okay. You you know, well, I'll just give you like this one tool that's really good at doing that. It's called it's called OneLink two, like OneLink to, and you can like that link. That it's actually a pretty good site where, it's like uh, it, it is. They have like a free tier, which I think is enough for like most people, but it, they will give you one link that you know oh. you can generate that QR code with, and you can like that link will direct people based on their device. So like when anybody <sighs> with a phone would could scan that, like if they had an Android phone, just go to the Play Store with an iPhone, would you know go okay. to their adapter. Or, oh, and what's better is that even if you have like a different app. Um, for just for iPad, you have a separate app for iPad. They can, they can, you know, link that as well. Like just based on oh, you're using the iPad, they, they can like direct you to mm. the iPad App Store or you know the App Store oh. iPad version on the App Store. So yeah, that's pretty helpful. And they have like fallback URLs. So like if none okay. of their devices match, like if they're on desktop, you might want to direct them just somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, and that's the other. Yeah. By the way, thanks for that. I I really need that. No one. problem. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, because in the past, up until this point, I only considered my iPhone, like the latest iPhones, like mm. um, producing for them. But then, like, I was at you know the uni the other day, and I saw people with like those old iPhones, where it's like iPhone six, where you got the button, oh, and like I don't, like I don't know how, like, yeah, yeah, just like older iPhone versions and different screen sizes. It's 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 something that. Is added on on my brain. I have to consider like <laughs> <laughs> like the different the different versions of like like is that True. much of a is that much of a consideration that you have to make like if you I just, to, just mm-hmm. if I just, just aim for iPhone like, fourteen yeah, like safe area that's all you have to consider yeah like right, if you're like area. on the top like you have to consider oh like what if there's no notch then how would mm, it yeah, be yeah. like like are you using safe area if yes then yeah. what like if no then that kind of stuff yeah yeah makes sense yeah so yeah just a lot of extra considerations that that is that is nice to think about um and mm. this thing one link.to yeah i was i didn't even think about this but yeah that makes so much sense i need something like this i mean i don't want to have two qr codes right like play store <laughs> app store like yeah just yeah. one qr code for all yeah that, that makes yeah, sense that, that'll, be, that'll be good <laughs> um, yeah nice. also props to the the like test flight mm-hmm. um, software, like I don't know how to call it, but like that process of putting the app out there, like through Xcode mm-hmm. and all that, like I thought it was pretty well made, <laughs> like well, yeah. well done. Yeah, I have nothing to compare it with, but I thought it was pretty, pretty smooth. Nice. <laughs> that yeah, that yeah. is in fact the only way you can distribute your app on that mm. on, on iOS smoothly. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, all right. that was all good. Now, yeah, that was very yeah, exciting. Yeah, we'll we'll touch base next week. See how how everything's going. Mm-hmm. And just the last thing we can touch on is something we found on Reddit, which is Flutter yeah. Smooth. Mm. What is this about, David? So yeah, I'm not like super um, into, or I don't know how it works. I'm just gonna put that up front. Um, but it it seems really interesting. It pretty much this guy. I think he's from China. It's like, I'll link it below, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna link that below. But <clears throat> I, I peeked on his uh, uh, GitHub, but he made this um, package. It's it's not like it's almost like it's not even 
it's more than a package because he's making changes to the Flutter engine itself. Um, hmm. and he's pretty much making this thing that will make your app a lot smoother, and that's kind of crazy. That he's like this is like a big contribution, um, and I'm not sure what crazy things he's doing, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is actually very cool. So, uh, one okay, okay, just let, uh, let me just give you guys a little bit more rundown <laughs> on this. Yeah, like, he has like a package page, obviously, but if you go to his like, there's another link that is in his package link that you can like look into it. He had like documentations pretty much. So like it's um uh, it's detailed oh wait, sorry, one second. Oh yeah, so you're gonna see what's next and then you'll see the documentation. If you go to the documentation, um he got like a lot of detailed written. And if you go to down below, like on the uh on the left, like the menu yeah. insights or insight and then there's like this thing called PR status, this page. And he got, he got a bunch of pull requests to the Flutter engine and the Flutter framework. And he already had, like, four merged. And he's, like, making some really good contribution to Flutter. And I thought that was, like, just really, really respectable that, you know, as a Flutter, as a community, or as a member of the Flutter community, I just feel like I'm really thankful that there are people like this. And he's actually <laughs> yeah. making something that directly affects me. So I'm not sure. Or So previously... I like in the podcast we talked about there's a there's a one frame jank there's one frame yeah. delay that there's that issue so when you like there's one frame delay between when you touch the screen and when the flutter when flutter itself could react to that mm. compared to, compared to if a native app would so like on instaboard if you were to draw like with your apple pencil on instaboard compared to if you were to use like a system, a native app, you'll see that native app just feels a little bit more smooth. Um, mm. That's because Instaboard uh, runs on Flutter, and Flutter is one frame behind native apps. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I actually I asked him on Reddit. I was the guy who asked. That. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, unfortunately, there's like a one frame jank that's not fixable. Um, I'm not sure if I can even find it. Oh, there it is. So oh, I, like, found oh it. One, I found it. I found you. Yeah, one frame jank. <laughs> And he was like, oh, do you mean that there's delay using it? So I, I tried the package. I was like, oh, no, there's one frame jank. And he was like, uh, I haven't heard of that before. Can you file an issue? And then I posted the issue that was previously filed for that one frame jank. And then um, and then he replied saying that this Ooh. package seems to be able to solve it. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's exactly what I need. And wow. He says like uh he says oh if the reason is that Flutter when Flutter receives the pointer event it will need to wait for the next vsync to process it then with the quality of his package it's possible to immediately handle the pointer event and submit a frame I was like dude this is this Ooh. is this is this is huge <laughs> um wow. so I was like oh yeah this is actually huge for me um I kind of want to DM him so I asked him like if I'm if he's cool. Uh, he says like always oh, like post stuff on um, GitHub issues like oh yeah let's do that, but but yeah this is actually huge for me that um, that you know um, he's able to or at least he says it's possible to fix this one frame jank that's like I I need that Whoa. <laughs> yeah, wow so I, I kind of want to touch on this but 
I just looked into a few of the pull requests and like he this is like way beyond my understanding but like you guys have to check out his github like go to his <laughs> go to his github his github is fcyccjy um, we also linked that but look at yeah. his contribution chart have you ever seen his contribution chart is literally full oh my god I've never seen yeah. anybody's contribution I thought my contribution chart is already pretty full like yeah when I look at my like when I was working at Adobe, I was working. I was looking at my my colleagues, and their contribution chart is like kind of full, but on the mm. weekends it's all it's all empty on the weekends. Mm. But this guy, he has no <laughs> weekend. He, yeah, he, he does not care about public public holidays. He like he has a full contribution. One one seventy six in the whole contribution. in the whole like year in the whole oh, year. There's like one blank square. <laughs> like if you hover your mouse on on that like he had like on average oh wow on average like oh my gosh he, this guy is this guy's insane he's like superman yeah we gotta we gotta um one day see if we can get this guy on the pod like just yeah, talk to him about, a... about flutter yeah <laughs> yeah like um on average i feel like 50 to 60 contributions on average per day <laughs> per day that's yeah. insane are you are you kidding me never seen anybody who had a contribution chart i feel like i'm like pretty active on github i've been on github for for a while it's like a social platform almost um mm. oh yeah i need to follow him and forgot to follow him mm. I just follow him on github i'm gonna follow him too man now look at my contribution just like two contribution three <laughs> and like a lot of days are just empty so you said, guy, you, you said that the one frame delay is he said it's possible to to fix yeah he says um, it's possible to immediately submit a frame after you receive the pointer event which is like literally exactly what i need i'm not sure how wow, that's so sick. That is. but yeah he's like making contribution to the further um engine itself okay so but but going back to the package um the package yeah. is very interesting in the way that it's like a drop-in fix i'm actually not sure how that works like it seems like you just have to wrap your widget around or uh, wrap your widget with that with his widget hmm. um let me let me just see real quick he had like um yeah so you could you could choose to do two one of two things you can have like a smooth builder um and that would make things smooth um and if you're just using like common widgets like um list view page route he had like replacement widget called re replacement widgets called uh smooth list view smooth mm. material page route just add in the word smooth before it and yeah it seems like a seems like a drop in fix and his promise is that it's gonna like go it's pretty much gonna fix the jank issue. That's actually kind of insane. But okay, wow, that's some next jank level is, stuff. Yeah, this jank not to be confused with the previous Flutter iOS jank part. That's like more of like more down, um, lower level stuff. Mm. I be I believe his is a little bit more higher level than the previous uh, iOS jank uh, drama. Well, that'll be that'll be really cool to see if like on your insta board like if it makes difference yeah like oh i need to personally thank him for that yeah anyways i'm super excited for this definitely much needed 
like on the on the insta board like when you write i'm just trying to think if that's if it's related to this delay mm. of this when you're writing and the strokes seem a bit like not smooth mm. like is that is that basically just what it is like when you're yeah. writing on or Insta i guess board? like being smooth it, could be oh sorry uh we're saying like yeah. oh the, the smooth issue yeah that's that's the main main reason of why it's not mm. s- as like smooth yeah but, yeah wow that's so sick yeah this guy seems really smart <laughs> yeah he's insane he is i'm not not like not insane in a bad way but he's like he is so incredible yeah just yeah. just go go and look at his contribution chart i've never seen anybody <laughs> this insane of, of a contribution chart but I'm we need people like this right <laughs> ge- yeah I'm, I'm genuinely amazed yeah that's so cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was just reading your back and forth with him on Reddit. <laughs> I can see yeah. your happiness. Like this is actually huge for me. Like yeah, I was like I was like, dude, this is like <laughs> you know, but uh but yeah, I I now I'm just curious, like I wanna see, I wanna know like like do people I feel like I've never seen just people having this many contributions, just <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look at the number one, the the number one contribution, like on the contribution chart in in Flutter. Yeah, in the Flutter engine, or sorry, sorry the Flutter repo, uh, the Flutter repository. <clears throat> um, it's a woman named Jen. She had the highest contribution. Uh, look at look at her contribution chart. It's like empty on the weekends. Uh, that's like most mm. like people, right? Uh, we're right, most right, like yeah. corporate workers. Yeah, but yeah like, his contribution chart is off the chart. It's... <laughs> my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, this guy. This guy must be very passionate about Flutter as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my update on that. Yeah. Wait. So, are you going to be able to use it? Like, is he saying that it's possible? And so. Like he has to update his package uh, for you to. He, he's still working on. Yeah, he's still working on that. Part. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll 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 touch base on this as well. See if it fixed your problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's another another good app, another good week. Um, yeah, we yeah. talked about a lot of good stuff today. Uh, maybe yeah. next week we can touch on some GitHub stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if anyone else has any particular. Um, topics or anything like that you guys want us to talk about let us know and also if you're on your journey of publishing an app get to it let's publish that (laughs) put it out there yeah let Um, us know how it goes yeah and same thing for me i'll see if i can put it on the app store move it up from Mm. the test flight this week so i'm excited for that yeah we'll 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 catch up next week and and see how everything's going so yeah david any last comments before we sign off yeah, that's just very good. I'm, I really enjoy the app. That's pretty good. Yeah, cool. Sweet. So, yeah, great convo. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. See ya.